0: It's the Frontline Theater. Frontline Theater presents a half hour of hilarious comedy entitled Three Men on a Horse, starring Charlie Ruggles, Isabel Jewell, Sam Levine, and James Dunn. And as an added attraction, there's the music of your very own G.I. Trio. A hearty welcome to Frontline Theater, men. This is your theater, and every performance is presented especially for you, the men and women of the United Nations. Our play tonight, Three Men on a Horse, is a riotous comedy involving horse racing, a composer of greeting card verses, and, of course, a girl. But before we raise the curtain, here's the GI Trio with a novel arrangement of an old tune. <laughs> See you again later. And now as the curtain rises, we find that Dobbins Lane in suburban Ozone Heights consists of a model house on the corner and a series of exact dittos stretching to the end of the block. The second ditto from the end is the comparatively happy home of Erwin Trowbridge, a writer of greeting cards and poetry, and his wife, Audrey. This morning, however, there seems to be a rift in the lute. Irwin is still upstairs, but Audrey is crying gently in the living room as her brother walks in the front door.
1: Bias, sis. What's wrong? Oh, Clarence, I'm so glad you came over. Is <laughs> there with... What's that big bully done to you now?
2: Oh, Clarence, he's got women in his life. dozens of them.
1: These little guys surprise you. How do you know, sis?
2: I found this little black book when I sent his pants to the cleaner this morning. <laughs> Look at these names. Shirley May,
1: Leona Wee, Bopala, pages of them. I ain't surprised. I suspected Irwin of leading a double life ever since I seen him trying to do an imitation of Charlie Ruggles. There was something <laughs> something sinister in it. Oh, but it, it isn't just a double wife. There are hundreds of names. Maybe they're all his wives. Now, wait a minute, sis. I hear him coming downstairs now.
3: Just let your big brother handle this, Audrey. little Wouldn't you... Good morning. Oh, wait a minute. I got one. The birds and the butterflies send you greetings. It's spring, and today, in memory, we're meeting. Mother's Day, number 11. Uh, good morning, darling. Well, hello, Irwin. Yeah, how long have you been answering to darling? Look here, you two-timing chiseler. Your philandering isn't going to ruin my sister's life. Oh, that's silly. I'm not a philanderer. I couldn't be. Audrey wouldn't stand for it, would you, dear? Then who are the women in this book?
2: Yes, Irwin. And what are
1: they to you?
3: Oh, they're only a hobby.
1: Only a hobby?
3: I knew it. He's a regular Casaloma. A A a regular Casaloma? Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Those names in my book are names of horses. I just dope them out every day on the bus. I do it just like other people do crossword puzzles. Of course, I'd never bet on a horse. We couldn't afford it, could we, dear? Okay. Now, come clean. Where's the money? How many bank accounts have you got? Come on. Look me in the eye. Look me... Oh, Clarence. Aha! Look me in the eye. Audrey, tell him to leave me alone, will you, please? He always spoils my whole day. I've got to write 67 Mother's Day greetings, and I'm getting out of the mood. My goodness, I haven't done anything wrong. I believe you, Irwin. Well, I don't believe him. I think he's lying. I suppose you know who's going to win today. Well, I certainly do. Brass monkey. How do you know? Well, I just do, that's all. He's lying. He can't possibly pick the winners every day. Of course I can. I don't see anything so hard about being a little smarter than a horse. (laughs) There's something wrong here, sis. Oh, why don't you turn your big fat head in for points?
1: (laughs)
2: So
3: this is the thanks I get
2: Irwin, apologize to Clarence right away Well,
3: apologize Oh, all right, if I have to I apologize, I'm sorry But he's still a fathead Goodbye Apologize to that big stuffed, and incomplete Now he's got me so nervous I'll never be able to write those verses He gets me so mad I can't relax Every time I think of house, I think of louse I'll do something desperate. I will. I'll take a drink or something. If Edgar Allan Poe could drink a quart for the Raven, I ought to be able to take a couple of swallows for the mothers of the world. <laughs> oh, find uh, uh, me. <clears throat> oh, uh, bar, bar person. <clears throat> I, uh, I believe I'll have a small scotch, please. Yes, I know it's early in the morning, but I'm taking it for um, medical reasons. Thank you. Um, Well, here's how. (laughs) Oh,
2: Oh,
3: uh, uh, would you mind serving me a scotch? The regular size, please. Bartender, Bartender, I'll have a straight scotch and make it king size, Woo, I'm beginning to feel really relaxed. (laughs) Oh, oh, excuse me. Uh, Excuse me, boys. Hotel Lavalier Cocktail Lounge. Harry, the bartender speaking. Oh, hello, Duffy. Uh, Just a second, Duffy. Uh, Duffy wants to know if you guys want to make a bet in the third race. Ah, uh, we ain't made up our minds yet. Tell him we're going into our transom now to figure it. Okay, call us back, Duffy. <laughs> hey, hey, who's Ah, uh, some little guy in a dark suit. He looks like he's slightly air-conditioned. Hey, look out for them steps! Oh! All right. Oh, they ought to nail those steps down. Uh, good afternoon, mister. You all right? Yeah, what? Good afternoon? Yeah. Oh, my. what happened to good morning? Um what do you have? Well, double, 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 double scotch, please. You know, Frankie, I think we better get down on the, on the fair weather for the third race. Nah, Patsy, I still like roast rice. Excuse me, gentlemen, I see you're interested in horses. You should play semester in the third race. Oh, yeah? yeah oh, yeah, yeah. What makes you think semester is going to win? Oh, I always know the winner. Oh, you do? Hmm. Well, ain't this a coincidence? So do I. Oh, my, you always pick the winners, too? Sure, I never miss. <laughs> oh, she is easy, isn't it, huh? Look here, genius Yes, you speak to me? Now get out of my hair, will you? I'll play my own selections And I want no help from nobody All right, but you should play semester in the third Hasty bell in the fourth And... (coughs) Pardon me, bartender Could you tell Uh, me where... That away Thank you, thank you What do you figure that guy for? I don't know. He just wandered in here. Oh, hey. Here's Mabel, Patsy. Hello, Patsy, darling.
2: Hello, hello. Hello, boy. Hello,
3: how, you, Mabel? how do you do, dreamboat? How much you get?
2: Well, not much when you consider I hawked every dress I own except the one I've got on. I kept that not because it was so good, but I thought I'd feel a little conspicuous coming home without it.
1: Hmm, let me see what you mean.
2: Oh, I hope it's a good horse this time, Patsy. I'm down to my last step in. Don't
3: worry, darling.
2: I've taken off more clothes for the horses than I ever did for the Schuberts, and I always got my clothes back from the
3: Schuberts. Hotel there, cocktail lounge. Charlie the bartender speaking. Oh, hello, Duffy. I'll they finished? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, silk me with a herring, semester at 14 to 1. Semester? That's the horse that little gremlin was trying to give us. What little gremlin is that? Anyone I know? Eh, just a guy, Mabel. Hey, look, Patsy. He left his little black book on the bar. He got the horses out of that. Yeah, let's have a look at it. Here, here. Geez, he's got them all figured out. Pages of them.
2: Yeah, well, what's he got for the fourth race? Tasty
3: bell. Maybe we ought to put two bucks on it. Two bucks, nothing. We'll play the work. Shoot the moon. Oh, wait a minute. How do we know this ain't a racket, Patsy? If it is, I never heard of it. Then it ain't a racket. Ah, never mind that Get Duffy on a phone, Frankie Honey, how much you get for the dresses?
2: Eight bucks, Patsy Now I ain't got anything left to hawk Except that lovely picture of Mama When she was a striptease girl in burlesque
1: Honey, give me the eight
3: bucks
2: Sure, honey Oh, gee, it's criminal the way I trust you I must be a bigger dope than I think I am how are you going to play it?
3: We're shooting the wad on a four-horse parley. Gee, Patsy, y'all under say so. That little goof, Frankie, I got an idea he's going to be the goof that lays us a golden egg. How do you feel now, Owen? Yeah, what color am I? Oh, a sort of a nice shade of gray. Yeah, that's funny. I feel sort of green. Hmm. You think he could go back in now? Yeah, I suppose so. Now, take it easy. Take it easy. Well, here he is again. Mabel, this is all Gee, he's a pretty color. Why doesn't she stand still? She keeps jumping around all the time. What you need is a drink. Oh, no. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, no. No, Oh, Mr. Carver's going to be awfully mad at me if I don't get to the office today. You don't know how cranky that guy is. Hotel Lavalier Cocktail Lounge. Harry, the bartender speaking. Oh, hello, Duffy. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. Hasty Bell just came in. Yahoo! You hear that, Mabel? We're going to be rich again. Before I'm rich,
2: I want my clothes back.
3: Hey, hey, Oye, Hasty Bell won. Yeah, but I told you she'd win. Yeah, but she did win. Isn't that great? Yeah, always great. Hooray! Hotel left. Oh, leave us dispense with the formalities, Duffy. Who won? Hey! Rip Van Winkle just romped him! This is sensational! Owen, you got a great brain! Yo, thank you, thank you, but it's really the horse that deserves all the credit, you know. All I did was pick him. He had to go to all the trouble of running, well, come on, Irwin, bottoms up. I told you, Frankie, I had a hunch about Irwin.
2: Listen, there's still one race between me and my car. Oh, look,
3: look, I better be going to the office now.
2: Hey, Irwin, you better not go to the office. You're a little stiff.
3: Yeah, oh, no, I'm limber enough, I'm limber enough. In fact, I'm a little too limber. Irwin, why don't you just call this carver guy up and tell him what's what? Yeah, I'll do it as soon as I know what's What? <laughs>
1: He did it. All four races come in. All four horses come in. I remember this to my dying day. What an afternoon. I
2: never seen nothing like it before. Will you guys kindly be so kind as to close your tracks? I'm trying to get Irwin's boss on the phone. You ready, Irwin? Oh,
3: now, wait. Maybe I better not do this. Maybe I shouldn't quit, Well, you've got to do it for your own self-respect. For my own shivership. uh, You're right. You're right. Put the red-faced old turkey on.
2: Here he is with his neck on the block. Give him the act, Irwin. Tell him
3: you're quitting. I will. I will. Hello, Mr. Carver? This is Irwin Trowbridge. Well, never mind where I am. Mr. Carver, you've been shouting at me for years. You've been working me like a dog, and you've been ghostly underpaying me. And now, Mr. Carver, you're fired.
0: Is Act One of Three Men on a Horse with Charlie Ruggles, Isabel Jewell, Sam Levine, and James Dunn. And offer a bit of rhythmic intermission music by the GI Trio. Let us get right into act two of Three Men on a Horse. It's shortly after noon of the next day in Patsy's room at the Hotel Lavalier.
3: Irwin is just waking up. Oh, my... Good morning, Irwin. How are you feeling? Oh, Oh, beyond description. Oh, my goodness. What happened? What happened? You tried
2: to embalm yourself. Do you remember me?
3: Oh, do I? Oh, yes, yes. You're Mabel. But you're so much more distinct than I remember you, Mabel. I had the impression you were sort of fuzzy around the edges. Uh, you had four eyes, four ears, and thousands of teeth.
2: Well, I hope what you see now is an improvement. You, oh, it is,
3: it is. Does anybody know where we are? This is my room in the Lavallee Hotel. Oh, is yes, guess so? I hope the establishment has some respectability.
2: Well, at a buck and a quarter a day, they can't afford to throw in any extras. But I'll tell you something. When he's in New York, this is where Charlie Ruggles stays. Oh,
3: really, Jack? <laughs> Ruggles must be a caution. Yeah. I've always been one of his greatest admirers, you know. I believe you. Well, I've got to get out of bed right now and take my poem to. <laughs> Look out! Look out! What's the matter? Yeah, the room is spinning around. Run for your lives! It's an earthquake. Hmm. No, I guess it isn't. Now, just
2: relax, Irwin, but keep hold of your head so it doesn't fall off. Yeah. You know, you might as well face it. You can't go to your office. Not after yesterday afternoon. Why,
3: what happened? What happened? Don't you remember? You called up this J.G. Carver. Oh, yes, yeah, my boss. Yeah, I wanted to tell him where I was.
2: Yeah, but you told him where to go.
3: Oh, did I? Well, don't worry about it, Irwin. Here's 112 bucks for you. It's 10% of what we want on your tips. From now on, your job is picking horses for us. Oh, now, gosh, I don't know. Uh, I... Never mind, never mind. Go in and take is We want you to be in good shape.
2: Gee, Irwin, you're the first guy I ever met that could really prove that man's best friend is the horse. How
3: are you talking with the selections, Irwin? No, not so good. I can't seem to work in this room. I'm, I'm used to picking them while I'm riding on the bus.
2: So maybe we ought to give him sort of a bus atmosphere.
3: Yeah, yeah. Rock this chair a little, Frankie. Okay, Patty. Oh, please. My head. Oh, my head. I hope this doesn't, Irwin. Step up
0: to the rear of the bus, please. Have your fares ready.
2: Excuse me, sir. I'm getting out here at 110th Street. Do you mind if I step beside you, buddy? Have your fares ready. Step up to the rear of the bus.
3: No, 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 no. That's no good. I can't figure anything out at all. I
2: I guess he misses the exhaust fumes.
3: (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What did you write down there? Oh, it's just a horse in the fifth race today. What is it? Let's see. Madman Month. Is he the winner?
1: <laughs>
3: no, 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 no. I just wrote it down to see how it looked, but it didn't look right to me. No, it's no use. I've got to do this on the bus. Okay, Irwin. Frankie and Mabel will ride right along with you to your house. When you get there, you can phone your selections to me. And then we murder the bookies. <laughs> Audrey! Oh, darling! No one home, I guess. What kind of news is that, good or bad?
2: Oh, gee, this is a cute place you got, Irwin.
3: Yeah, well, we like it. Oh, I like houses, but they don't have no room service. Hey, let's phone those selections to Patty.
2: Okay, I'll call him. Pennsylvania 65900. Gee, this is swell, Irwin. You know, there's something about a home that... Well, sort of homey
3: Yeah, you're so right, you're so right I can't imagine where my wife is oh, Don't try to I did once, and sure enough, she was Hello, Kitty? Mabel
2: Patsy Patsy? Mabel Irwin Patsy
3: Irwin Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you Yeah. Uh, this is Mabel Irwin Oh, this is Irwin, Mabel <laughs> Yeah, yes, Patsy I got them right here For the first race, handshake Second, sandwich man. Third race, side slip. Fourth race, trouble me not. No, I didn't have time to get the others figured out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, on the way back. Get a load of this, Mabel.
2: What, Frankie?
3: Look, I tried to figure them out on a bus myself, but not one of the horses I doped out is right on. Okay, Patsy, yeah, yeah, goodbye.
2: Well, let's go back and get the rest of the horses.
3: Come on. Come on, everyone, come on. All right, all right, but stop pushing. Gee, the way I'm getting shoved around, you'd think I was on casters. (laughs)
2: Wasn't it nice of those Boy Scouts to drag the mill pond for Irwin?
1: Yeah. Hey, sis, it looks like somebody's been in here. What's this piece of paper doing on the floor? Oh, Clarence, I bet Irwin's been here. Is, is that a note or something? Just a second, I'll see. Hey, he's been here all right. It's a list of the winning horses for the day. And it's on stationery from the Lavalier Hotel. Well, it doesn't look like Irwin's handwriting. He's disguising it. I'll show him. What are you going to do? I'm going to bet my shirt.
3: Yeah, yeah, Duffy Ah, oh, never mind how we know Goodbye
2: Well, trouble me not came in, too How about yeah. boy Yeah, sure right. oh, This okay. train
3: is getting me down four races in a row You know, it don't seem possible we could win the fifth race, too It does seem unlikely, doesn't it? What? what? Uh, I mean, didn't mean that I, I just meant that it does seem unlikely I win Now, wait just a minute.
2: Now, look, Irwin, we've got everything we own riding on that next race. Now, Senor
3: Cayenne will win, won't he? Oh, sure. Or should we switch to Madman Munch like you wrote on that piece of paper before we took the bus trip? No, no, I was just trying that out, but I I didn't like Madman Muncy at all. I didn't like him. Okay, it's Senor Cayenne, then, huh? How much are you betting, Irwin? Who, me? Oh, oh, no, I'd rather not bet, please. We'd rather you did bet.
2: we feel a little more confident.
3: Oh, you would. Well, if you want me to... After all, you've given me 10% of your winnings, and I've got a lot of money here. I... Okay, I'll bet $2 on the nostril, Oy, when Frankie and Harry and I don't want to be tough, but we've decided you better shoot your whole roll on us. Well, all of my 10%? That's it, I won. hand it over, and I'll bet it with ours. Uh, well, okay. There you are. I found you, you low-down cheat, you crook. Yeah, this is my brother-in-law, fellas.
1: He ruined me. He left a list of horses on the floor, and I drew out every cent I had in the bank, and now I'm
3: clean. I'm washed up. (laughs) Oh, Clarence. (laughs) If that weren't so sad, it'd be funny. What a shame. (laughs) Oh, gosh, I'm sorry to hear it, Clarence. (laughs) Oh, you dirty double-crossing Mother's Day
1: crook, you. Harry, throw the gentleman out. Oh, no, no. I'll go. I'll go.
2: Gee, there's something funny in the air around here. Something's going wrong. I can almost feel my clothes leaving my closet for the hawk shop counter.
3: Oiwen, just in case Senor Cayenne doesn't come in, why don't you knock off a little voice for yourself? Something personal. Something that would look good. On a tombstone.
0: Gee, this is the race, isn't fire, it? Fire! Mr.
3: Kayam is still leading with Service Man coming up in Knuckle Duster right behind. There they come fast into the stretch. Looks like a little shoving there. No, no, it's all right. And in the stretch, coming down with a rush, Mad Mad Munch
1: passes Knuckle Duster. He's going around Service Man, and yes, yes, he's passing Senor Kayam!
3: Oh, turn our radio down, Frankie. Uh, well, that's too bad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oywin. It's just too bad. Now,
2: wait a minute, boys. What are you going to do?
3: 2500 bucks riding on Senior cayenne on your say-so! Yeah, ouch, okay. Yeah, give him one for me. I had some riding on that horse, too. Now, please, 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 please. Don't you think this is a little drastic? Patsy, don't hit him again. I'm just getting warmed up. Turn the radio up loud, Frankie, so nobody will hear him squeal. Now, wait a minute. And there apparently was some shoving just as the horses turned into the stretch. Hey, hey, wait, listen. And so Madman Muntz is disqualified, folks, and the judges have announced the the official winner is Senor cayenne paying 12
2: to 1. Oh, 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 it's a miracle. We won. I've been endowed like a colleague. Holy shit. Oh, I win.
3: I win. I love you. Yeah, you, uh, you, you hit me, didn't you? No, no, I win. I win. I didn't know. I didn't know. I win. I win. Don't. Don't. Ah. Ah. Oh. Touche. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
2: love the mug, but he had it coming to him.
3: Holy smoke! He's got a punch.
2: You're doing beautifully, Irwin.
3: Irwin, am I forgiven? Well, I'll think it over. Oh, Irwin. Irwin. Well, Mrs. Trowbridge? Erwin, here's Mr. Carver, and he wants you. when Erwin, I need you. You've yes. got to go back to work
1: for me. I'll give you a new office, a dandy new desk. I'll put your name on the door, and I'll raise
3: you from $40 to $50 a week. Yeah, $50? Uh, $60 a week. $60? All right, $75. $75? Yes, $75. Uh, oh, that's wonderful, Mr. Carver. Thank uh, you. Uh, that's more like it, Carver. Now, how about the six straights? Oh, oh, no, Patsy, it's no use. I'll never be able to pick the horses anymore. Why not? Well, because... Because you made me bet. What's the difference? You can't dope them out for money. You've got to do it for fun. I wouldn't have any idea who was going to win now. Well, it was nice work while we had it. Yes. Mr. Carver, here's the verses for the Mother's Day greeting for you. Oh, thank you, my boy. Uh, w- wait a minute, wait a minute. Who's got a pencil?
2: I have one, Irwin. Uh,
3: give it to Mr. Carver, will you, Audrey? Maybe,
2: maybe this is the sixth race. Have you got it, Irwin?
3: Yes, yes. Uh, take this down, Mr. Carver. Yeah. Um, uh, the race is o'er. We've won, my lad. Love and Kisses to Dear Old Dad, Father's Day, number one.
0: (laughs) And so down rings the final curtain on Three Men on a Horse... Starring Charlie Ruggles, Isabel Jewell, Sam Levine, and James Dunn. Next week, Frontline Theater will present another play, and each week thereafter, you'll hear your favorite acting stars in comedies, mysteries, musicals, and romances. If you have a favorite play you want enacted, just drop a line to Frontline Theater, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. Frontline Theater was produced by the Armed Forces Radio Service.